1: Welcome back once again, Bread and Circus' podcast. I am Rooster, here with Crow. Hello. How are you doing, Crow? Good. That's good.
0: I may have a goiter.
1: Really? Yeah. Okay.
0: But other than that, I'm good.
1: That's not a word you change the meaning of?
0: No, I just have like a, something pressing on my um, voice box, the technical yeah. term for it.
1: It's not the government's boot?
0: Yeah. <laughs> it could be a reaction, you know, like a sympathetic reaction, I guess, to that. But yeah, so if I do a little coughing during this, it's because I've got uh, I've got some sort of uh, mass pressing on my my uh, larynx, okay. and you know it's going to be okay because I've got an appointment to see an eye, ear, nose, and throat doctor on September twentieth. So, you know, I'll find out on September twentieth. What's the date today? September twentieth. I'll find out. You know, if it's something to be worried about. So,
1: you uh, know. are you? What, what point are you making
0: i love obamacare that's what i'm saying i love everything about our our insurance system and medical system and you know the fact that we've got you know you know illegal illegal immigrants being covered you know ahead of citizens and uh you know you go to an emergency room or urgent care and it's uh you know uh, um beautiful maybe
1: you, maybe you shouldn't have bought shitty insurance
0: beautiful families of um of hard-working um undocumented immigrants that, uh, you know, have sniffles and they need to get taken care of.
1: I, I get the frustration with that, but you shouldn't buy shitty insurance.
0: Well, it's not about the insurance, though. I mean, whatever insurance I have, everywhere I called, the appointments are months out for specialists.
1: Oh, yeah, that has more to do with just doctors leaving the profession.
0: But medical, in, the medical industry just in general or medics, medicine insurance and pr- the practice of it in America has declined. So. Yeah. And, uh, and it's, it's not what it used to be, you know, 20 years ago, if I needed to see a specialist, it was a week tops before yeah. you can get in to see a specialist. So, um, you know, I uh, went to the urgent care to check this out, you know, and, uh, cause you know, it's, it's not pleasant. It doesn't hurt, but it's uncomfortable.
1: Yeah. Urgent care doctors don't know that much. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, he's, he, he takes a look at me and he goes, what's the problem here? I go, well, got kind of this you know mass and in my neck that's pressing on my my voice box my larynx and uh you know it's it's uh caused me some discomfort and i go especially when i if i bear down like i'm about to cough then you can really see it and i go here i'll show you and i go <clears throat> you know I clear my throat bear down he's like oh whoa yeah i've never seen that before and I'm like, oh yeah, that's, and you're like, and we're done here. That's something I want to hear. He goes, well, <laughs> I'm probably not the guy for this. You might want to, have to go to the might want to go to the emergency room for that. And I'm like, that's another thing I don't want to hear. The you know the the uh, urgent care doctor say, and he goes, well, you know, they'll be able to do the scans and stuff that that'll tell you what it is. Basically, what he's saying is like he was saying, go to the emergency room so you can get the scans done. And you can find out, get peace of mind. Otherwise, if you want to go see a specialist, you're going to be waiting two, three months.
1: Yeah, because all he was there to do was make you say, "Ah," and stick his finger in your butt.
0: Oh, yeah, it's the best part of the experience, <laughs> at least. <laughs> but
1: yeah, so I'm, I'm
0: obviously every time I have to deal with the government or the medical industry at this point, I'm going to be uh, irritated.
1: Well, I had one of those days where like everything was going very well, and then you have. This, like, cascade failure of... Not big things, but just, like, a bunch of little things go wrong, like, when in the span of an hour. Ah. And you're just, like... It day's not ruined or anything. It was still on the whole a good day, but you're just, like, going... Damn it, it was a good day.
0: You know? You know what does that to me? What? Like, if you do something... I'm trying to think of something like you're trying to, let's say you're just trying, you got your hands full of something, you're ready to leave the house and you've got stuff you're taking to put in your car, but you've got one last thing to pick up mm-hmm. and you reach down to pick it up and you kind of like f- fumble it and don't pick it up. And then you go, okay, that was tough. I'll try to get, reach down and they fumble it again. And then you're just like knocking it over and you're just like four or five times and you're like, okay, this is getting ridiculous. That ruins my whole day. Wow. Yeah. That's where you start cursing after like the fourth time. You're like, this should not be this
1: difficult. I suddenly feel much better about my day. <laughs> Are you like one of those guys who does the thing where you, um, uh, you like, uh, va- you're vacuuming the floor and the vacuum's not picking something up. So you reach down and pick it up, look at it and drop it on the floor so the vacuum can get it. Yes. Okay.
0: Why not? Why wouldn't you do that? Because you're weird. That's, per- that's a perfectly legit thing to do because if the vacuum is not picking it up and it's like held by the carpet fibers, you just pry it loose from the carpet fibers, drop it down again, the vacuum will pick it up. Bing, bang, boom. Done and done.
1: Okay. Sure, whatever you say then.
0: But uh, enough inanity. Inanity?
1: Inanity. I don't, I don't know. Inanity. There's there's a lot to talk about. We've
0: got about. stuff to talk about.
1: <laughs> First and foremost, I'm pissed <laughs> off that uh, Wikipedia has decided to change the definition of recession. Yeah. I just like.
0: That's yes, uh, is that is it? Would that be Orwellian, or is that? Well,
1: no, Orwellian or is, is like.
0: It, uh, is it? What's the other one? A Brave New World? Is it more well, of that?
1: It would be both of those if it was like, like smart people like trying to do it. It's average intelligence or below intelligence people who happen to be in the government because they're activists.
0: So, idi- idiocracy.
1: Thinking everybody else is completely stupid, that they won't just notice that you just changed it. Like you were born yesterday and didn't know what the definition was.
0: There is a precedent for thinking we're stupid.
1: And but that was the other part of it. And that 50 (laughs) percent of the country just goes along with it. And I'm not saying 50 percent politically because there's there's people on the left who are going, hey, wait a second. You can't just change it. But the idea that you're like they can literally take all these people go. No, a recession is not two quarters of declining GDP. That's not it. And they go, can we play the part of you saying a recession is two quarters of GDP? Reclining, declining GDP and they're like I don't know what you're talking about. You're like this this is a picture of you you know yeah. robbing a bank. I've never robbed a bank what is my it? Life. Shaggy? Wasn't me? Yeah. It's just like here's the video of you hitting your wife. I've never touched my wife. Mm-hmm. Like I mean That's what it's come to though. It's like you you are a bad Obi-Wan Kenobi. These aren't the droids you're looking for. I I can see them right there. They say my droids right on them.
0: But on the other hand you're 50% Good at it because fifty percent of the people heat it up. You've got ninety-eight um, percent of of blacks voting Democrat still.
1: Uh, I'll be surprised if that still happens because I think that's. It, I would too.
0: love that if that if that finally would change, and and it, it's just you know, it's it's not a measure of stupidity. It's just a measure of just um, being, just conditioned, conditioned so socially conditioned. To be compliant with with that,
1: it, but I don't even think it's that. I think it's really that people just want to hear things they want to hear, and that's it. That's it. They don't want any more.
0: Yeah, I guess I'm. I've been. It,
1: look, it goes back to the. It's like, do you want the good news or the bad news? That whole saying plays on. Do you want me to tell you things you like or things you won't like?
0: I, well, it also comes down. Uh, yeah, I guess. But I think maybe I'm. I've always been kind of a. Um, what's Dick? the word? Yeah, Asshole. I mean, it's, there's, sure. a, there's a more technical word for it. But yeah, I've always been a dick. Hobo puncher? Yes, where I don't... I, I'm skeptical and I don't... I've never... I've always questioned authority, always. I've never been one to just be compliant and, and go... They tell you what to do and you go, sure. I'd always go, well, why? And it's just been in my nature to be... Uh, a dick? Know, a dick. I'm trying to... Th- there's a specific word I'm, I can't come up with, but um, but it's not... In some cases, it's not a good thing that I believe have. it's
1: called a crow. <laughs> yeah, but I—I I I just changed that definition. I convenient. think
0: some people. I think you need some of that. I mean, you can't. Uh, you can't just be.
1: Yeah, there's unless a
0: point. It's just, unless people just be like it's just too hard to question everything. I and I just want to live my life.
1: I just had this conversation with my youngest tonight. He was he was going uh, was in the middle of doing something. This is part of why my day was sort of falling apart. And I go, I need this thing. F- for this and he goes why would you need it for that and i said well because that's the thing they're they need for me so i got to get that and then he goes but why would they need that i'm like see that's the question that bugs me i said it's not the question you asked the first time i said you answered a reasonable question although i thought it was sort of silly cuz that information isn't going to do you any good it's just satisfying your own curiosity so i answered your question and now you're saying okay but Why would they need that? Well, it's like, it doesn't matter. They obviously need it. I need it to go forward to the next step in this thing. And now you want to argue with me about why they need the stupid thing they need. I can't help you with that. I still need to do it. You know,
0: this would be easier to comprehend if you were talking about the actual thing.
1: (laughs) Okay. So we're going, we're going on a cruise. Okay. And you got to submit all this information. And I'm like I go what is the it it wasn't a passport number but it was some oh it was frequent flyer miles number right and I go I need that number and he's like well why do you need that and I'm like well cuz the cruise company needs it cuz they're linking all the stuff together why are they handling the frequent flyer thing they're a cruise line why do they need it it's like God damn it kid
0: you know <laughs> it's like it take, it take more energy to explain why yeah it's like then it's worth
1: I could answer this and it's not going to change anything in your life
0: yep you know he probably want to retain that.
1: Yeah, it's like, you just, are you just trying to bug me right now, you know?
0: Yeah, just another layer on top of what I have to deal with, and I have to explain it to you.
1: Yeah, I just, every once in a while, to my kids, I go, read the room. <laughs> Take the temperature of the air around <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. You know, when someone is, like, irritated about something, not at you, you know, you can say, hey, why are you irritated? And they go, I don't want to talk about it right now. Don't go, okay, Um. why not? <laughs> just go, Good enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good. We'll chat later. Yeah. Later when I'm calmed down. Yeah. Um, anyway, so it pissed me <laughs> off that they just changed that. Like, nobody's going to notice. And what's what's funny, though, is I feel like the, the left-leaning media is finally picking up on it. And they're going, hey, you can't just change a word, you know?
0: But that's the left's forte. I know. But it's all it's all about goalpost changing and language changing in order to, to, to make everything that's shitty that people know is shitty just to rephrase it.
1: But they're doubling down on everything. You know, it's like it's like you watching someone bang their head against the wall and you go, That's not good for you and they go, Oh yeah? And they just bang it hard. Yeah. I'll show you. Yeah, yeah. So one of the one of the other things I wanna talk about was this um uh, who's the gal in Missouri who got shot? Black gal, the police raid. I, I got Brittany Griner on the brain oh, right now. Um, Brianna Taylor. There we go. So for those who don't know, very brief recap. Brianna Taylor's house was broke, Uh, was raided, raided and they called it a no-knock raid. though. But it wasn't. It wasn't. Um, And her boyfriend at the time, who the cops were not after, totally innocent guy, shot when the cops were coming in because claimed he didn't hear them announce themselves. It's not clear whether or not they did. Yeah. So he fires, hits a cop. They shoot back. They kill Brianna Taylor and they have a whole trial and everything. They find out, Nope, there's four cops involved. None of them are guilty. They're off. No criminal charges. OK, well, of course, the left is going nuts. A black woman died in this. Well, the, turns out the reason they were there was that her former boyfriend was like a major drug dealer. Mm-hmm. And they went there to find him and found the other boyfriend dead. So anyway, now the government is bringing them up on civil charges, which is stupid. But I will say the only exception I found to that is just before I left here. I was reading some on it and it said there is some evidence to show that three of the cops uh, cooked up the... Uh, the um, the warrant? Yeah. Again, don't know if that's true no, or no, no idea. So, and... That's new news to me. It would not surprise me to find out if cops pushed that a little bit. You know? Like...
0: Well, the the... Feds have been known to do it. FISA courts and stuff
1: like that. So that wouldn't surprise me. And if that's the case and they really did do it, yeah, something should happen to them. Uh, But these are civil charges now. Yeah. Um, Anyway, the the part that sounds like it might have been shitty is like after all this, two of the cops met somewhere to sort of get their story straight. Now, I don't know how they have that evidence or not. And maybe that's not even true. Yeah. But if you just take it at face value, we have so many other people. That the Justice Department needs to be going after, right? And that pussy little bitch Merrick Garland stands up there with us, you know. I think we we need to go after the criminals. He
0: was this close to being a Supreme Court justice.
1: He wasn't close at all. <laughs> he was never going to be a Supreme Court justice. Um, and that's one of the times I thought Mitch McConnell really did show some backbone. But mm-hmm. so they're going after. They're going after these guys because and I guarantee you. And again, this goes back to why I say the left has no integrity, no principles. If that was a white woman, they wouldn't be doing a damn thing. Right. So it'll be interesting to see what happens out of this. But um, and the reason I have Brittany Griner on the brain to change uh, topics. Oh, so fluidly.
0: Yeah, I've got an article here on uh, on this.
1: Brittany Griner is a WNBA player. And by the way, if you have not watched the Bill Burr special on the WNBA or on uh, Netflix, you have to watch it. He talks about the WNBA and women saying, "Oh, we should get equal pay," and blah blah blah. And he goes, "He goes, ladies, that's on you." He goes, "You're not going to the games." He goes, "They had they played an entire season, and no one got COVID." He goes, "Because they're playing in arenas for fifteen thousand people with two hundred and fifty people in them." Mm-hmm. So she is like the. One of the best players. I mean, she's a six foot, like 10 tall black woman. And, you know, you talk about, uh, you talk about, um, trans people who have passing privilege. You know, we've talked about before, like Mm -hmm. women who transition and look like men. You're like, wow, that fooled me. I would have thought that was a guy. Brittany Griner is a woman who doesn't have passing privilege as a woman. Yeah. She has, she's got kind of a deep voice. Yeah, I'm checking and out
0: a picture right here does on not, daily wire.
1: There's nothing feminine about her at all. Which well, it's is, a
0: feminine neck tattoo under her uh, jaw.
1: Well, okay.
0: you know, very feminine to have that neck tattoo. <laughs> yeah, I
1: know. She's got tattoos all over. Mm. Her. Anyway, I mean, she's very, you, you could easily mistake her for a man. None of that even matters. But so she is being detained in Russia where she plays, most WNBA players play in another country somewhere
0: to supplement their money.
1: Yeah, because they don't make that much playing in the in the WNBA.
0: Yeah, there's no, yeah, there's no money in it.
1: A league totally supported by the NBA, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, financially, it wouldn't exist without the NBA paying for it. So, um, Brittany Griner plays in Russia before the Russians invaded uh, invaded Ukraine, but. Not before everyone could see it coming. She went over there to play basketball. Uh, and I've heard people say, well, she should have known better. Her agent should have known better. Blah, 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 blah. All beside the point. She should not have taken the vapes with the cannabis oil with her to a country where that's illegal. Mm-hmm. So she gets busted. And uh, I even heard Buck Sexton say it was just like a, basically a teaspoon of cannabis oil. It turns out you can smoke a lot of that stuff you know, yeah, when you vape a, it. Yeah, a while, yeah. Um, and she says, Oh, I packed in a hurry. Bullshit. Like I was telling you when we were talking about this today, you you don't, if you're packing in a hurry, you forget things like a toothbrush or a spare pair of underwear. You know, you you would forget your cannabis oil if you packed in a hurry, if it wasn't important to you, I'm going to guess that was the first thing in her suitcase. So she gets busted. They just sentenced her to nine years. Now the Russian judicial system is a mess. She's a celebrity. They're sticking their thumb in the eye of the United States over this whole thing. But we've still got people left in Afghanistan who helped us out.
0: Yeah, translators and all kinds of stuff.
1: Or some people who are American citizens. Mm. And we're not getting them out of there. But we're going to trade, apparently, this uh, Dr. Death or whatever his name, Mr. Death or something... A former Russian military officer who is one of the biggest arms dealers in the history of the yeah, country
0: He's a, a bad dude
1: that they had like a 15 year manhunt for mm-hmm. and we found him and they're going to trade him for her and this former Marine.
0: But, but Biden's is talking tough, man. He's a tough guy. He's a, he's a tough dude himself. He said, release her immediately. He demands Russia free her after a sentencing or what? Yeah. So he's demanding uh, Brittany Griner be released after she was sentenced to nine years in a Russian prison on Thursday. Uh, She's convicted of deliberately smuggling vape cartridges. That's plural.
1: Which I'm sorry, she did.
0: With cannabis and oil into Russia. Acknowledged bringing the contraband in the country. Said it was an accident. Um, Biden released a statement. He said, today American citizen Brittany Griner received a prison sentence that is one more reminder of what the world already knew. Russia is wrongfully detaining Brittany. Biden said in a statement I wonder how many takes that took for him to say that and how many jump cuts they had to put in there it's unacceptable and I call on Russia to release her immediately so she can be with her wife loved ones friends and teammates shocker she's a lesbian (laughs) Maria Blagovania a lawyer on Griner's defense team argued that Griner brought the cartridges by mistake and only used cannabis as a medicine and only while in Arizona where medical marijuana is legal she's an angel she's a saint so, you know, of course, you know, she did this accidentally. She wasn't doing anything illegal. Even while she was in America, she wasn't doing anything illegal because she was in a state that allowed it.
1: Okay, so you like to have a drink occasionally, don't you? hmm I'm sure there's, we all have our vices. We all have our things we like to do. If you were going somewhere where they said, hey, you can't do that, and you had to be there for like four months... Don't you think you can get by without doing that? I mean, we're not talking addictions. Right. I mean, if you like to smoke a bowl every once in a while or, you know, vape some cannabis or throw back a couple of drinks and you were someplace where they said, you can't do that here and there will be serious repercussions. Don't you think you would just go, it sucks, but I guess I'm not going to do it. I would hope so. My guess is she's not addicted to cannabis. My guess is she just felt like doing it and thought ham hey, a big deal and i'll do this now
0: on uh, in her defense there are cases where people fly to different states or drive to different states and, and pack their gun and didn't and forgot about it or have it in their luggage because they've taken it to other places in their luggage and then they forgot and took it to a state that and then they get in all kinds of big trouble and it's legit so in her defense that's it's possible that she didn't think about it as she was doing that and you know
1: you see i don't buy the, that the she rigmarole going, for this trip
0: yeah, of uh, going to Russia. There's all kinds of uh, international stuff, you know, flight and all that. And, you know, you've, you've, you're you not thinking it's a big deal because, you know, oh, yeah, Russia has different laws than us. But, yeah, it's not it's not a big deal. Uh, different states in, in the United States have different laws. But if I get busted, it's not going to be a big deal because I'm a, I'm a, MB, a WNBA star. Right. But it's not like she intentionally goes, fuck them. I'm taking this. She probably just thought eh, not a big deal. And it was out of sight, out of mind. I popped think, in her bag.
1: I think it was the former. Okay. I think she went, fuck this, I'm a big deal. Okay. They're not going to do anything. That's an assumption on my part, but I don't know. They just, they try to play the victim Yeah, the merchant, It did break the, the law. The
0: merchant of death's name is... Um, That's it. Victor Bout. Uh, merchant of death. So, uh, Biden administration previously tried to exchange the mer- merchant of death for Griner and American Paul Whelan to no avail. Um... According to White House Press Secretary Karen Jean-Pierre, Russia made a bad faith counteroffer in response to the U.S. government proposal to free Greer and Whelan, or Griner, sorry. So uh, Biden says, My administration will continue to work tirelessly and pursue every possible avenue to bring Brittany and Paul Whelan home safely as soon as possible. What, who? Uh, Paul Whelan's a military guy? I, no think idea. He,
1: I, I think he might be a reporter or something like okay. that who was in the military. I don't know anything about him so
0: well if we hear a weird noise in the background it's my uh it's my uh a security system it's the buzzing of the wires the, the electric wires
1: um, mowing down uh immigrants climbing over <laughs> your backyard fence
0: <laughs> so it must be it must need a new a uh, transistor
1: yeah that's it <laughs> no um i the other thing that bugs me about her and i'm torn on this do you know um Harold Ford, I think it's Harold Ford Jr., the guy who's on the five once in a while, former Tennessee yeah. Tennessee uh, senator or congressman. Think of congressman, someone who on uh, he's on the left, and someone who I I actually admire and his ability to you know have polite discourse on stuff. And he brought up the thing. He said, "You know, we should we should want to get all Americans back, all American citizens." And I'm like, "Yeah." He said, "Regardless of what." you know, of their political stripe is. And I agree with him to the point where she's one of the people who did the kneeling for the flag and stuff, you know, to me, that's not a political statement. That's an that's an anti-country statement, you know? So it would be, it'd be one thing if, if like you saw someone who, um, you on know, was on the side of the road that needed a lift or something. You may not agree with them or whatever, but if that person was talking, all they were doing was talking about what a bad person you were. You wouldn't want to help them.
0: Well, if I was driving down the road and I saw a car on the side of the road uh, with you know a blown out tire or whatever, and they had a Biden hair sticker on their on their hatchback, I wouldn't pull over and help them at this point. And I yeah. wouldn't.
1: I, I mean I would wouldn't yeah, bother me no I wouldn't do it but if it was someone I don't like if it was a, some enemy of mine or something I would I'd be like, I
0: would probably pull over and act like I'm gonna help him or roll down the window and say
1: you're the fucking problem <laughs> with this country
0: and then just keep going you know
1: <laughs> you do that thing and be like stop voting for Democrats <laughs> maybe your car
0: wouldn't blow up
1: <laughs> that's why your tire went
0: flat <laughs> God hates you <laughs> so no, I would not be that guy. By the way, <laughs> uh, I what?
1: would.
0: I pro- I wouldn't. I wouldn't rub it in and yell at him. But I probably wouldn't stop. I'm not kidding about that. But I wouldn't be like you
1: deserve it. Yeah. I wouldn't be that guy. <laughs> you know. But secretly, you'd think that. Oh, absolutely, I would. Yeah.
0: Well, there's no denying that. I'm human, <laughs> after all. Um, I do want to talk about. There's an article in Infowars about a. January 6 political prisoner that says Ray Epps recruited him to storm the Capitol. So, and he quotes quoted saying, he put his hand on my shoulder and said to me, you have a bullhorn. You have a loud voice to get the word out. And, uh, let's see here.
1: Uh, for those who don't know, Ray Epps was the guy who's been seen in several photographs and videos going around sort of stirring people yeah, up
0: even the day before.
1: And they believe he's a CIA plant or a fed, a FBI yeah. plant or something.
0: So, like that. writing from his cell in a Washington D.C. jail, Sean Michael McHugh says Epps told him to use his bullhorn in order to get the uh, the word out to other protesters about coordinating a siege in the Capitol building that day, according to a letter obtained by the Gateway Pundit. Epps was caught on film encouraging the siege in the Capitol, and he's even been suspected of being an F- FBI operative informant provocateur asset, and maybe. That's a, many, yeah, that's a lot by of stuff. Yeah. By many, jobs. including various U.S. lawmakers, even. Uh, Thomas Massey, when he was uh, questioning Attorney um, General Garland about it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mark Garland, uh, he asked whether there were federal agents on on January 6th, and Garland refused to answer that. Of course know. he did. So, And then it wasn't just Garland. It was everybody mm-hmm. that they asked. We're like, I, we can't comment on that. We can't comment on that. Well, that's not a no. So... Uh, Matt Walsh, if the FBI did not participate in or encourage the writing on January 6th, they would just say so. No comment is confirmation that they did exactly that. That's exactly that's just what I said. <laughs> so,
1: I was watching um, a Rogan clip. He had a guy on, I think the name was Chris Williamson. He's either uh, British or Australian. And they were talking about this whole Wikipedia change in the name thing. And Joe brought up this uh, thing about this Corinne Jean-Pierre. He says, do you notice that she does... She does the same gestures. He goes, it doesn't matter what they're saying. What's so important to everybody is the gestures. And he brought up the whole Clinton thing. Oh, yeah,
0: with that curled finger yeah, instead so of pointing. Yeah.
1: It's not a fist, which is angry. It's, it's
0: not a point, which is ac- accusatory. Yeah. it was. It's the, a bent finger. It's
1: the bent finger over. That, and yeah. everybody started copying it, and you still see it to this yeah, day. Yeah. And, and he says, you know, Corinne Jean-Pierre is doing the the forward hand thing like that. And
0: yeah. we say she's a press secretary. Yeah.
1: And it goes back to the press secretary who can't look up for more than two seconds at a time. No. She just, she's obviously so and, bad. And at people, this people
0: are trying to say, well, uh, Kaylee McInerney had, had a folder full of, uh, full of notes. Yeah. But it's just, no, it's notes she took though. It wasn't, hand, it was stuff handed to her. Yeah, like just watch
1: points. the, watch the difference between yeah. that argument's not even worth having. I know it's annoying. Just watch the two. Like she people. watched him with a whole binder full of things. Yeah, she did.
0: Yeah, she, and she knew did. exactly where to go when people say, I've got the stats for you right here. Boom. Yeah. It wasn't like, I'm looking for my talking point. What am I supposed to say?
1: Well, and Jean Pierre stumbles over herself all the time because she's trying to talk faster than she's reading. Yep. But anyway, so Rogan was talking about this, and I was sitting there listening to this going, okay, so here's this guy who's on the left, has a very big bullhorn, and uh, you know everybody listens to the guy, and he's giving the left shit how long is it going to be before they try and come up with some stuff on him yeah. and if they do is he even cancelable at this point are there enough people who follow him for just cult of personality that would just be like hey now cut it out yeah up.
0: even I mean they could try to make his life difficult and financially difficult and they I wouldn't put a pass and do that but it wouldn't stop him
1: but it's I mean too late. going after someone like that doesn't almost make it worse
0: yeah they do it anyway though like you said, they double down.
1: Yeah. And they just keep doing it. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. It makes me I've come to the realization in the last few weeks that I, I've mentioned this before that I don't want Trump to run again because my biggest reasons are I just think he's I think he's too easy for the left to stir up too many people who don't know any better on like people who are absolutely uninformed just go, but not him because he's a racist. Well, give me an example of him. He said the KKK was very fine people. You're just like, you're still believing them. Here's the transcript of what he said. And there's like, but he's still a racist. He said Mexicans are terrible people. He didn't say that either. Bad hombres. I know. Just that stuff. So I also think whoever whoever gets in there, I want to see a Reagan-esque kind of run. I want to see a, for two years we spent fixing it. And then after that, it took off. And Trump can't do that because he's only going to be in there for four years if he gets in. But I also, as much as I want him to stay where he is, because I think governors are, can get more done, I'm really starting to like Desantis. He that guy's got an answer for everything they throw at him.
0: Yeah, I do. And his, his uh, you know, he won't go on the View. Um, the answer, he, the statement he gave about the why he's not going on the View was great. What uh, did he say? I have to look it up again, but it was good. It was just like everything he says. It's, it's like, yeah, it's, it's exactly, it's a, it's just basically serving it to him saying, this is why. Um, but I, I still think the thing about Trump is I, I do kind of like the idea of it. it is only going to be four years for him and he's not going to be running again. That's, that's nice. That That's a plus. So you're not having, you're focused on getting done what you want to get done. You're not focused on campaigning and, and getting for the next election. So that I like, so, having Trump for that reason alone is, is good. Um, but the reasons you said, yeah, that's a problem. And yeah. the fact, and like I've been saying, and everybody, and I think Matt Walsh says the same thing. Um, he's, he's there's, there needs to be an age limit on the presidency. Yeah.
1: And I, I'm sorry. And
0: I don't he's, think Trump has passes, you know, is, 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 you know, cognitively impaired or anything. Yeah, I don't think that he hasn't lost his fastball, but, he's but just, it can happen quickly yeah. when you get in the upper age range like that in your late seventies.
1: Well, I just, I don't know. I, I look at it and say, I, I just want someone who's going to get in there and be able to, to put up a fight for a while. And I don't know, as much as I think Trump did a great job, I really do think he did a great job when he was in there. I mean, look at where the economy is now versus where it was then.
0: just And this the Supreme Court justices he put in there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, you might not
0: say that was just him, but
1: yeah, it's, I mean, it's not just him. They gave him a list, you know, but
0: but, I mean, that was one of the things he can't pay it on. So,
1: yeah. And as many scandals as they tried to find, they still can't pin anything on him, you know? Um, but I, I don't know. It's like, if you ever had something you liked and you just had too much of, and then eventually you're like, I don't like that anymore. Yeah. And that's kind of where I'm getting with him.
0: I uh I'm just I'm just concerned. I like him still. I I think uh I I wish he would have got the ex you know. I wish yep. he would have had the 8 years and uh, I want to see four more years from him. I'm just concerned. I'm worried. I'm worried just because I think he might be past his political prime.
1: I still like him, but I think he serves much more I think he serves a much uh better serves the right much better being out there being a lightning rod. Taking hits for
0: yeah, but you the know. other problem with that is that he he's unpredictable, and if somebody bruises his ego, he'll come after him, and even if they're on his own side, and I'm yeah, worried but about that. Yeah, he does that. that as president too. Well, yeah, but as president, at least he's I don't know. I think four years of Trump would be great, and then eight years of Desantis would be amazing.
1: Yeah, if I that if that would happen, I'd love I don't know. That. I just think Desantis is really coming into his own right now. Yeah.
0: Twelve years of Republican. And not just Republican, but like non swamp Republican. Well
1: let's not let's not call Trump a Republican.
0: Yeah, I should say, yeah, I mean the Republican Party, but or yeah. not even the party, but I'm just saying not left, not swamp, or not establishment would be great.
1: It is amazing to me the people on the right who have such a purity test about everything will ignore all of Trump's social issue stuff. Which yeah. again, I've said before, I don't care about. I don't care about gay marriage and all that stuff. I just don't care. Um I, I want to see the country run fiscally, responsibly, and with as little corruption as possible. And Trump was doing that part. But the people on the right who are just like, oh, he's the best thing ever, will ignore that. The guy's probably paid for 200 abortions. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, he probably has.
0: Uh, uh, allegedly.
1: And, and though he's, I don't believe he's That's a racist, un- I guarantee you he's sexist as hell.
0: I mean... Mm, I don't know. He's had a lot of, like, really strong women in his life.
1: Oh, yeah, he has. So... But, I mean... Look at all of them. (laughs) Yeah. There's not a, there's not a Fido in the, in the kennel there. Well, you
0: said you don't have a problem with gay marriage and I guess I don't have a problem with gay unions. I I don't think they should, they should have pushed for the, for the marriage moniker and they shouldn't push to force churches to do it either. So that pisses me off. I get a little bit tired of the faggotry. I really do. (laughs) I mean, I, I like, I is that,
1: is that what they grow faggots from the faggot tree?
0: Yes. (laughs) I really don't like that faggot tree. I thought
1: it was on vines.
0: Um, I, I don't, yeah, I don't, gay people can be gay. I don't give a crap. I don't think there's a problem with a gay person being gay. I don't, I don't have a problem with gay people, um, cohabitating and having some sort of marriage like contract. That's great. Um, it marriage as an institution has a purpose and that purpose is, first of all, there's a religious connotation or, uh, uh, part to it but they're also, also just for society it's a union of man and woman to produce offspring it's the most stable thing for a nation to have so what about
1: heterosexual couples that get married but don't want to have kids
0: yeah i mean that's that's a, a, a case that's a exception you know exception that proves a rule kind of thing and you can have gay people that have that that adopt kids and raise good kids and have a stable family and contribute to society yes you can I, I know that, but that's not the that's not the that's not the um, the whole picture. That's just like an exception, exactly. What
1: yeah, I just I don't even care. I hate when when society starts to devolve into these sorts of arguments about stuff. I I just look at it like a you know let people live their lives as long as they're not harming anybody else. I, I think
0: that is harmful though for society to yeah, to, to, I, to take away. Um, I know you do, uh, when we norms on it. And, and and standards. I, well, you, okay, so we've had two years of. We've had two years of the COVID lockdowns where people were telling people that didn't want to get vaccinated or didn't want to wear the mask, saying that we were murdering grandpa and that we're bad people and that we need to comply. We need to vaccinate. We need to mask up. or We're bad people. Right. And uh, and marginalizing us. Right. And now with monkeypox.
1: I don't know if it was marginalizing. Trying to. I think um, I don't think it had anything to do with marginalizing. I think it was just obey. Do what you're told.
0: Okay, but they but they were they were putting they were stigmatizing okay stigmatizing people that didn't mask or or or, um, or vaccinate as as if we were you know people that just didn't care and wanted to murder grandpa grandma and grandpa. So now with monkeypox going on, it's a it's a ninety eight percent you know um, transmission through basically gay orgies. Mm-hmm. Um, but none well, of the none,
1: technically it takes prolonged contact with skin.
0: None of the officials um, will. Even um, tell gay people that hey, maybe you should back off the uh, gay orgies.
1: There actually have been some people coming out and doing that. There was a health. Uh, there was a woman just on TV. Some uh, health official in Chicago.
0: There's more of them out there saying, "Well, you could still have your gay orgy, just be careful and be aware."
1: Yeah, but I mean, um, she just, came. She came right out and said, "Let's face it, 90%, ninety percent of ninety eight percent of these people are gay." Men. And,
0: and what uh, there was an, uh, uh, on Fox News with Kennedy and two other people. I can't remember who it was, but the guy was like, uh, yeah, we need to stop the spread of this. And one guy was gay on the panel and there was Kennedy, who was a libertarian, like big L libertarian and uh, some other woman. And then this conservative guy and they're like, yeah, we need to really, you know, stop the spread. And we need to you know, to inform people and how and he's like. And the, and the conservative guy's like, yeah, just don't go to gay orgies. And they're like, oh, that's so bigoted. Kennedy's like, that's just you can't say that. That's bigoted. And it's like, what? How is that?
1: Yeah, it's, it's disappointing that you would say. Um,
0: so the the thing is, you just you can't you can't stigmatize people that are a gay community that generally thinks it's OK to have kink fests and have multiple, multiple um, gay orgies and to be proud and shout your gayness out and, and not and and tell them, tell them, well, you can't tell them not to go and have their orgies because then you're stigmatizing them and you're, 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 you're marginalizing them and you're, you're, you're going to make them targets for hate is what you're going to do. I don't
1: know where you're going with this. They're
0: doing that with, because gays are a protective, pr- protected class right. at this point. And it started with gay marriage. And I think if you, if you uh, open it, it's like the slippery slope thing. This, it, it, it's it's a real thing and it happens. It's going to start with gay marriage and it's going to end with monkey pox, uh, you know, an explosion of monkey pox brought on by a gay orgy, Um, you know, throughout the throughout the West.
1: Well, I disagree on that point. And I also disagree on the fact that this started with gay marriage. I think that was gay marriage was just a. I think you don't think the transing
0: of America didn't start with all that, like acceptance stuff and saying that, you know, AIDS is not a gay disease. AIDS is, is everybody. I
1: think you could I think it was a contributing factor in the sense of there have been a whole lot of things that you know sort of outside the norm of what people what you would consider normal 50 60 70 years ago that people that the left started going well, we'll do this and we'll do this and there were people who would go eh, okay you know that's all. and what I think Carl Rove did masterfully in Bush's first win was he made it seem like, hey, they're going to push gay marriage and you better decide now. And people are like, well, I don't know if I want it or don't want it, but I think I don't want it. So, you know, and then, you know, it, it passed in the next administration. And I really think there that's led to this doubling down of stuff. And it's like every time they do something, they get more ridiculous. I think gay marriage was the last one of those where society just went like me. I don't care if gay people get married.
0: But thats I think that's the problem.
1: But I don't think it was the first. I don't think that was the damn bursting or anything like that. I think that was just one in a long line of stuff.
0: I think it's once like, you say that if the gay marriage is not a problem, then you can't say anything else is not a problem. Well, that, that's, that's what it expands into. Okay, that's it's like opinion. the transing is, is not a problem. Well, how can you say trans is, is a problem if you if gay marriage isn't a problem? You're just you're just another form
1: of bigotry. Well, but that's that's an opinion you can have, and I can disagree with. So, yeah, it's. I mean. You throwing a stake in the ground doesn't mean I have to agree with it. I, it's just like I think, I think you can go back even farther and saying, um, you know, when my dad was a kid, if you were a, a girl in high school and you got pregnant, you like went away. You know, you went somewhere and you had the kid, and the kid was up for adoption, and blah blah, because that was seen as sort of shameful. And while I don't think we should necessarily be shaming people. For that, I think getting rid of any sense of shame for that, of saying, "Well, you know, hey, you can be a proud single mom at 17 and raise a kid." No, you, no, you can't. You know, and so I think you can even go back to that and say that could be where society started to yeah, fall you, apart. You
0: can go to um, no fault divorce too, I guess.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can go to any of that but stuff. But I'm,
0: I'm not saying it's the one thing that snowballed it, but it's, it's a slippery slope thing. It's part of it. You know, it's the I easing just th- of it's even it's the easing of standards.
1: I think it was the last thing before everybody started going. Oh, wait, wait a second. You know, <laughs> now we're getting crazy. Yeah, and All so right. I think it can be blamed on that, but I don't think that's necessarily fair. But yeah, that you know, talking about the trans thing, for the most part, most people don't think that's okay. Yeah, you know. Well,
0: what did, there was just some. Tape that leaked out of some doctor at some prestigious medical center. I can't remember the name of it. Um, where they admitted that they have performed, um, top surgeries on girls as young as 12. Mm-hmm. You heard that today?
1: Mm-mm. It just
0: came out today, and I can't, off the top of my head, I can't think of the, uh, the institution, but it's a, it's a famous medical institution and they, they perform these, these, um, gender affirming quote unquote surgeries and it it leaked out that this doctor was saying yeah we we've, we've performed the top surgery which is where they do basically mastectomy on r- removed breasts of a 12 year old and uh and then they said um other stuff up on, up to 15 year old they've done the bottom surgeries on i'm like that's that's absolutely so, insane
1: and this is the part that disturbs me i think um you know y- I, I remember reading this article about, um, it was pro- probably 15, 20 years ago, probably 20 years ago, about how so many more college-age women were kind of, or post-college, were identifying as bisexual. And it was a psychologist looking at this, and he's going, he's you know sort of getting into the thing, are they really bisexual? Well, it turns out what they do is they like they go out to bars with their friends, and they make out with their friends, women, other women. And they were really doing it subconsciously to get the attention of guys. So they weren't really having sexual hookups with women. They were just making out with them at the bar when they got a little tipsy because it was fun. Yeah.
0: And got attention. Yes. And yeah.
1: they kind of liked it, you know, because girls are different and, you know, they guess different than guys and blah, blah, blah. And they'd be like, oh, I'm just having a good time. And then I think people, there was someone in there who started to go, well, you're probably bisexual. <laughs> and they would go like, Oh, well, I did kind of like it, you know, and then some of those people, I think, experimented with that and were like, it's not for me, you know, but and then there was uh then there's the voices that, you know, for a long time, it was sort of shameful to be gay. And then pretty soon people were like going, I mean, I don't think you should be ashamed of necessarily you are what you are, but. It turned into, no, you should be proud of it and other people should celebrate. And
0: and that's the bizarre thing.
1: But, and to keep going, it seems like it just keeps getting amped up. Like now, if a kid comes out and says, and kid, I'm saying, you know, someone 12 to 15 years old who says, you know, I think I'm, I think I'm gay or bisexual or whatever. And people just go, yeah, well, maybe are. And it's not a, it's not this ta-da announcement anymore. And you have to keep upping the ante. And I think now we're at a point where they go, Well, I think I'm a woman. You know? Yeah. And now people respond all the things that they responded to before by sort of cheering and saying, You go, girl or boy or whatever, you go, you big gay, you know, whatever. Now they're just like, that's so normalized within the circles of what they're looking for, the celebration, that people just go, Yeah, there's there's a lot of gay people. You know, awesome, whatever. You know, like my son, even, who's in high school, I'll be like, how many gay kids are there at your school? He goes, there's a lot of them. And I'm like, is that weird? He goes, eh, it just is.
0: I just don't think there's that many. I think it's that social contagion thing going on.
1: Yeah, but I what I'm saying is, if somebody was, like when we were in high school, if someone was gay, oh, it yeah. was like a big deal. Oh, yeah. And now it's just not a big deal. And I think, while I'm not saying people say they're gay just because they want Recognition. somebody always wants recognition for something. And at some point that was a big thing or being bisexual was or whatever. And now it's up so far that it's like a drug. You know how you have to keep taking it and you get used to it.
0: Well, it's also a measure of narcissism. Right. It's a a how how can I be more special than the next person?
1: Exactly. And you have to keep upping that ante. And
0: you can be special by doing something important with your life or or being physically capable or being mentally capable. That takes effort. That's hard. It does not take effort to be aggrieved. It does not take effort to be a weirdo.
1: Look, it's way easier if you can just say something.
0: You can just be weird. If you
1: can just cast a social networking spell. Yeah. If you can just say some magic words. You know and then people go oh you're special but you know pretty soon it's gonna be like people are like well I may I may uh, you know gay lesbian trans uh, voluntary amputee and people will be like yes yeah you know? yeah <laughs> it's gonna get crazy like that what I worry about more than anything is the voices behind this stuff who do the well maybe you're bisexual well maybe you're a woman well maybe you're this well maybe you're into bestiality who, who are the people?
0: It's the Soros types. It's the ones that want to destroy a civilization. They want to destroy society. They want even, to burn it down to start it over.
1: I don't even necessarily think they want to do that because I, although Soros they, does. Well, yeah, Soros probably does. He does not see it that way. Just like, like we said last time, any, every villain thought they were doing the right thing. You know, whether they're real, like a Hitler or a Stalin or a fake one, like a Thanos, they all think they're doing the right thing. What I worry about is even on a more base level, what kind of social perversion happens in your head where you want to see people subject themselves? It's like, it's like uh, voyeuristic ass kickings. You know, people say, you know, well, I feel kind of this way. And instead of someone saying, hey, let's talk about that, you know, let's be a friend or listen. They just say, well, maybe you're and they they sort of tag them with this thing that is going to cause them pain. And then encourage him to do it.
0: I think, I think honestly, I really do believe, you know, put up on the tinfoil hat. It is people like Soros. It is governments like China that have TikTok in every pocket of every fucking teenager in America now. And it's a Chinese app that is showing up degenerate shit. And it's, pushing degenerate shit. and when you look at TikTok in china what they're showing on TikTok in china is educational stuff only
1: yeah and i know and they're telling their kids they can only play a certain amount of video games an hour a day i mean it's i a, don't it's disagree a, it's, a,
0: it's a intentional push from behind and it's people that don't it's the useful idiots that are getting the money or getting the push and like is getting all these district attorneys hired that allow the crime to skyrocket because they're letting criminals loose Chaos is they want to break a few eggs in order to make their omelet. They want the chaos to destroy our system to build their utopia.
1: I don't disagree that people or like communist Soros communist utopias. Yeah, like people like Soros or communist governments are doing stuff like that. I I certainly can understand the motive the motivations of a Machiellian Machiavellian kind of person who doesn't have power but wants to use some useful idiot who's in it to gain power and favor. I'm talking about people that seem to have no other um, motivations than social masochism. Like encouraging people to do stuff just to watch them.
0: Well, there's there's an element of evil. Yeah. there's There's, there's, there's a part of human nature that has that in it. There's a darkness that can be fostered. And, uh, and and develop and development could you know demonic whatever forces whatever you want to call it it's it's the the innate evil that people have in them you're we're born that we're we're fallen people or po- humans are fallen creatures we're not we're never going to be perfect and that's what these utopians want they think well we can build the perfect human we we can make you, uh, society society can be p- come perfect become perfect with our meddling and the hum- humanity be- can become per- perfect with like uh, you know genetic and you know, um, brain splicing with computer technology. Yeah. We can make perfect people. We can make perfect societies. And uh, us conservatives and religious people know that's impossible. It's never going to happen.
1: Well, it it's like I found, I i was not a big fan of the jackass movies. Did you ever watch any no. of those? But I found some real wisdom in one of them. And one of the things was, pardon me for being graphic in this, but there's a point. So, you know, they do the challenges and is where they
0: shove something on their ass?
1: Yeah, so this guy had to do that, and he, I, I brought this up before, and he goes into the doctor. It was like a little toy car. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, hey, I was at a party, and I just feel kind of weird. And the doctor goes in there, and he pulls this toy car out of there. And he goes, he's like, the doctor's looking at him like, what the hell? And the guy's like going, I have no idea what happened. Should I like, should I tell somebody about this? And the doctor looks at him, and he's like, no. No, don't do This lives and dies right here. You know? And that was... That was great advice, and I feel like some of these kinds of people I talk about will be like, well, maybe you're gay. Maybe you're good off on shoving stuff up your ass. I'd shove bigger stuff up there. Yeah. This time, shove a whole car up there. You know, it's like that doctor had this person's this person's uh, best interest in mind. It was like going, I don't know what this was, and it doesn't mm. sound like you've done this before. Nothing good
0: will come from Nothing getting it out good. there.
1: Do not get out there and say, I'm a proud car yeah. stuffy-in. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Don't. Just this was dumb. I don't know but, what but happened. I'm, I don't need to know what happened. Be done.
0: To that point, when we talk about, we'll roll back to monkeypox where the, um, there's a guy online that described how he came down, how he contracted it. And did you hear this? Mm-mm. So it's, uh, it's been shared all over uh, social media and a lot of conservative people have, have brought this up because, um, he was, it was, it's kind of a prominent a social media guy. And he said, um, here's how I, you know, I got mon- monkeypox. Um, uh and you know i don't want any sympathy because you know i did do you know stuff i probably shouldn't have done he's like he knew it was going around he, he heard the alerts um but he didn't really take it seriously and one of his friends it was his birthday and of course they were going to have a birthday orgy because that's what the gays do and you know he had to join Wait, in, just
1: just the gays do it
0: just the gays okay and then he was going to join in on this gay birthday orgy and uh you know he'd been off the horse for a while so to speak and he wanted to get back on the horse. And so he went to this gay birthday orgy and, you know, had sex with well, 10, 15 guys. They they kind of peed on each other, too, while they were having sex. It was kind of one of those things. Wait,
1: this is a gay thing? I thought this was just a birthday thing. <laughs> and then, you know. Man, and then, I got to talk to my buddies about this. And
0: then, <laughs> after that, the next day, he kind of went out and had sex with about five other guys. <laughs> Came, you know, came down with monkeypox. See, that's
1: where I draw the line. That's not a birthday thing. (laughs)
0: Um, But it's like, it's like, how is this guy comfortable enough to get his name, let his name out there and to tell this story and go, well, don't feel sorry for me. (laughs) But here's how it happened. I mean, you can understand, right? How I got monkeypox, really? Yeah. And then there's another, there's another guy that works for some Soros organization that is some. Uh, his his uh, title is something about health or something, and and, and some some you know foundation. And he, is
1: he an admiral?
0: Yeah, he, he's a rear admiral. Right. He <laughs> came down with with monkeypox and gonorrhea because he slept around at some sort of gay pride event.
1: It wasn't from a tractor,
0: but it wasn't his fault. You know why? Why? Because the government didn't put enough energy into educating people that it was a problem, even though he knew and he'd heard that it was spreading, but there wasn't enough to make him believe it was serious and there wasn't vaccinations available.
1: Yeah. That would have so, done it. A- so it wasn't his
0: fault that he got gonorrhea and monkeypox. But, you know, they're the gays are going to keep having their gay orgies because, you know, you can't marginalize them and tell them not to.
1: Well, I heard this great thing in the news today that
0: And no, not every gay person in, participates right. in gay orgies, but it's a it's a known thing that is kind of big in the community. Not saying every gay person or every gay couple thinks that's okay. But it's a thing, specifically in the gay, in the male gay community.
1: Well, I remember seeing this documentary on uh, little people, you know, dwarves, whatever midgets, Midget, midgets? Yeah. whatever you want to call. I can't say that anymore. I just did. Mm. So did you? You said it twice. As a matter of mm. fact, you spaz. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> um, anyway, uh, it was like once a year they have this like big get together, like a convention forum.
0: Okay. And a they little say, convention.
1: They say it's crazy and it's hooking up all over the place and they're like because you know these this is our tribe and we're all together Mm -hmm. and so you can say well gay people especially men are known for having these big gay orgies and i'm like well it doesn't surprise me because when a group of them kind of finds each other and goes hey we can be cool with this they probably go hog wild it's like it would be like a bunch of alcoholics who aren't allowed to drink that once a, once a year got together for a week and were just like tossing them back. Yeah. They'd go crazy. So
0: Well, I don't think uh, straight guys... There are straight guys that probably would want... And it's probably on the West Coast where the porn industry happens. I'm sure that kind of stuff happens with straight people. But um, it's not a normal thing because most guys, the idea of, a, of an orgy would be very off-putting. Like you show up and there's a lot of schlong whipping around... <laughs> And then, you know, you don't know if it's going to touch you at some point. And then is it going to, is it going to, are you going to be competing with other schlong for, for the, for the, it sounds for like the,
1: you put a lot of thought into this. Well, when
0: you're younger, you do. <laughs> and then, but then you think about it and you go, I don't think I'd want to go to, if somebody said, Hey, I know there's an orgy going on. First of all, guarantee they're all hot people. No, ain't going to happen.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like nude beaches. And then, <laughs>
0: and then you got the creeper there. That's uh you know, that's creeping on you. Yeah and it's just like there's too many things that can go wrong
1: so what you're saying is you have a strict one dick policy yeah
0: yeah okay. yeah pretty much <laughs> so yeah there's just most most straight guys don't I mean they'll go hell yeah orgy, and then you think about it and they'd be like if it came down to it they'd be like uh I'm out that ain't gonna happen <laughs> and and but the gay guys nope nope that's that's their thing and they they're excited for it
1: yeah I don't so know.
0: but well we had so much more to talk about and we just talked about stupid shit <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's do a couple quick would you rather. All right. Are you ready? Sure. Oh, this one's dumb. Kidding. Uh Would you rather sell all of your possessions in a garage sale or donate them to people?
0: Oh, wow. All of them? So it's, it's all or nothing, right? Right. So you have to donate everything. I would rather sell them. I'd rather sell them. Because... If you're selling them for a good price, people are getting them, you know, like if you're selling stuff that you don't really care about, but it's like a dollar for something that's worth 20 or was 25, but you're still, it's still pretty good. You can consider that charity.
1: Would you rather find a black widow or a tarantula under your, uh, covers?
0: Uh, wow. I guess knowing that black widows are very deadly. But, no, they're not.
1: No. Black widows are deadly. Deadly. probably can't kill a human uh normal healthy human.
0: Um I think either one would probably make me shit myself.
1: Uh the tarantula? No, the bigger the spider, the worse it is. You could tell me that like this little uh tiny pinky thumbnail-sized spider is like the most lethal thing ever and I would be like keep the tarantula away from me.
0: Well, that's what they say about scorpions, you know? Like the Small, smaller yeah. the scorpion, the more deadly it is. Yeah. And uh yeah, if I saw a big yeah, I would I don't think I could pick. I think if you put that me, me in that situation, I would react exactly the same with both of them.
1: <laughs> would you rather uh, live on Old McDonald's Farm or Little Red Riding Hood's Grandma's house? Neither. It's a dumb question, but you notice I read it.
0: That is a dumb question. stupid. And it's Old McDonald's Farm. Uh, would,
1: you on- <laughs> would you only? Would uh, you only be able to listen to music on vinyl or cassette?
0: So the only way you could hear music is if you had it on a record or in a cassette. Yeah. That's a dumb question. Obviously, no, I'm just, I, I, I guess I couldn't care less. Vinyl. I guess cassette would be good because you can take like a Walkman with you and go places with it and listen yeah. to the cassette. Whereas vinyl, you have to actually have a record player sitting somewhere, to. you know?
1: You just, I'm not one of those vinyl snobs, but when you've got the right setup, music on vinyl sounds so cool. Yeah.
0: I'm just thinking portability, I guess.
1: Play beer pong or charades at your next party. Charades, yeah, beer pong, stupid.
0: Trying to do games that get you intentionally drunk are not good, especially at, at our age. Yeah, no like kidding. Young men like us, we got our whole lives ahead of us. <laughs> we don't want to get in trouble getting drunk like that.
1: You know, in all the time I've known you, I don't think I've ever seen you like drunk, drunk.
0: Oh, really? Wait, I didn't no, I did. Lot. On your, uh... we, I got drunk on the podcast.
1: Yeah, but you weren't like drunk, drunk.
0: I was. I wasn't. Embar- I'm. I listened to that podcast and I was thoroughly embarrassed by it. Yeah. I was I, like, I'll never do that
1: again. I think it was what was it? Your fortieth birthday? Oh yeah, yeah. You were yeah. trying to. You've throw seen up me in my trashed.
0: Car. You've seen me trashed.
1: But you didn't seem like. I mean, I knew you're drunk. I'm before. a fun drunk. See, that's the thing. I was. <laughs> I was wondering. <laughs> You know, I think alcohol truly brings out people's personality. All personal. my
0: assholery is gone when i I know, drunk. and yeah. that's
1: surprising to me.
0: You'd think I'd be a mean drunk. Yeah,
1: I think you would be. And then I've come to the realization that I think I'm really a mean drunk. <laughs> so your inner, your real
0: you comes out when you're drinking?
1: Okay, you know, I, people I know have been fun drunks, and they're like, oh, what do you like? And I don't drink a lot. And most of the time, it's because I realize when I drink, I kind of run my mouth. But uh, more so than normal. Um, but I think I, I described it years ago. I think I really, and I've thought about this in the last few years, I've come to the realization that's worse than I thought, you know, it's like people going, I might be an alcoholic. And then you're like, well, I did drink that whole fifth of, uh, Jack over, over lunch. (laughs) You know, it's like, (laughs) yeah. Um, I'm a, let me tell you something about you drunk.
0: Yeah. I'm not, no, that's not a fun drunk.
1: And it's amazing that I've never once been punched while drunk.
0: (laughs) I had a buddy that uh, that when he got drunk, he always wanted to fight everybody, even his friends. <laughs> but then he'd always want to say, "I love you too." At the like, like he'd like you get into a fight and be like, "Fuck you!" and start wrestling you. And then you'd be like, "I'm gonna fucking hit you." He's like, "But I love you." <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, just all over the board. Ugh. So, so yeah, you yeah, want to so, be one or the other. You don't want to be a mean, a mean loving drunk.
1: Yeah. So I guess the moral of the story is get drunk with crow.
0: Yeah, and uh, it doesn't happen that often anymore because uh, it doesn't take as much to get me drunk anymore, and then I get a hangover a lot earlier. I get a hangover before I even go to bed. Like, I'll be drinking, and then when it's time to go to bed, I'm like, I already had this fucking hangover. I didn't even get to sleep for like an hour. I've got a hangover. I can't sleep. So no
1: no case day for you? No what? Case day. Case day. You have to drink a case of beer in 24 hours?
0: I've never even heard of that. Really? No.
1: Uh, You didn't go to college. Oh. Yeah. I had a buddy who used to have a strategy for it. He goes, all right, so here's what you got to do. You got to bust out like eight beers in the first four hours and then go sleep for six hours, then get up and do it. Mm -hmm. You know what he would do? He would wind up sleeping for like 12 hours. Yeah.
0: (laughs) On a a, a hot day, if you're doing a bunch of like physical activity, like working or or um, playing volleyball or something, I can drink a lot of beer.
1: No, my wife says that she says yeah. a cold beer on a hot day. I've never had my thirst quenched oh, by man. a beer.
0: Oh man! Oh No, I, I can drink beer after beer. That's like malt yeah, a lot of beer on a on a day like that. But uh, you you put a put a mixed drink and a beer and another mixed drink in me, I'm pretty much done.
1: So if you're going out and playing your monkey pox beach volleyball, <laughs> you can throw down a lot of beer
0: i mean i think you're gonna be
1: coming uh, out with a raging think, case of monkeypox, pox here yeah, i
0: think most people that would do that the beer bottle would end up in other places <laughs> so on that note if you want to get in contact they probably don't want to get in contact with us <laughs> well, why would that, you want but, to uh,
1: and if you did after all that we'd be we'd question your motives <laughs> but what is it facebook well, uh, yeah best place to do it is what (laughs) what are you talking about (laughs) i'm talking about facebook not the beer bottle thing okay uh if you want to get in touch with us best place to do it is facebook uh like and share if you like the episode and uh tell all your friends see you bye